This call is being recorded. All right. Thank you, team, for jumping on today. I really appreciate it. Uh, today's call um, is, is named Time to Commit to Your 1BT. Probably asking me once a 1BT. Well, it's your one big thing. Now, um, this is something that's been on my mind a lot. I've been, I've been struggling with for the last 30 to 45 days. What is 2021 going to be? for me. And I, I've just been, I've been reading a lot and journaling a lot and thinking a lot on this topic. And, you know, when you read, you hear some things that kind of, you know, that, that hit home to you. And, and, um, I've been on this Daniel pink kick here lately. I bought all of his books. I'm starting to work through them. And he has a book called when the scientific secrets of perfect timing. And I, you know, I'm, I'm finding it helpful and it's given me some really good nuggets of information. He talks about these natural rhythms, these biorhythms, et cetera, and how your days operate, how your years operate. And, you know, he talks about these natural starting points and jumping off points on the calendar that people use to motivate themselves. Um, you know, you kind of, you know, just even watching your social media feeds, I'm, I'm here, I know you feel that energy of this year will be different. You know, there's so much enthusiasm going into a year and you, you hear that on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And it's natural. It's a natural date on the calendar. Your birthday is a natural date on the calendar, maybe the, an anniversary of some form or whatever it might be. Um, but as you know, if you only use a date on a calendar to motivate you without any real effort and commitment, just a few days later, guess what? You're right back in the status quo. And I'm, I'm sure some of you are feeling it this morning, right? January 4th. Some of you probably didn't want to get out of bed. You wanted to continue to hit snooze. And I get it. I mean, but you got that, that push to get up and get going and some people do and others don't, you know, that's why the gyms are empty by mid January after record, you know, uh, you know, subscriptions, maybe not this year, but in years past. Right. So um, I have made a point to bring that kind of reminders to you. Right. I remind you of the dif difficulties that you will experience and the sacrifices that you'll need to be, you'll need to create, to be an elite broker. That's a reason why there's only 1% selling most and three up to 3% selling most of the real estate, right? So, because the people at that level just do things different. And, you know, we're all on this journey, you know, and, and it's different for everyone. So just remember that. And I've tried not to put anybody into a box or sell you some process that is not authentic to you. Take flight is the fundamentals. It's my story. It's what has worked for me. And I've documented it over the last nine years in different formats and different ways because it has worked for others as well. Now, as you know, I just wrapped up 20 episodes of my Monday morning pep talks where I covered all the fundamentals, which are take flight. Take from it what you feel is useful for you at the different stages of your self-development. You're going to be in different stages at different times, and you're in one right now. You want to go back and listen to it from beginning to end. 
like I mentioned um, before the call started, it's just that the entire course is on a page on my website, Ask Jim Miller, called The Course. And just go back and listen to it. I, it. You know, fundamentals need to be listened to over and over and over again until they become part of your DNA. Okay, and it, it's it's a it's something that the repetition creates. You know, these reminders. But part of Take Flight, we discuss the cascading method method of goal setting, and it starts with asking yourself two questions. Who do I want to become and how do I want to live? These questions have really gotten into the soul of some of you um, because you'd never really thought of it that way. And these questions drive your goal setting and your flight creation. From there, you need to build systems, processes, habits, routines, rituals, boundaries, and rules that support your goals, support your flights. You will find that um, out of these, out of your, your rituals and your habits and routines and all the things I just mentioned, you'll find that out of this list, your one big thing will present itself. Okay. Now I say this as I understand that growth again is a personal journey and a process that cannot be scaled using an quote unquote out of the box method, three simple payments of thirty nine ninety five right? Those that are elite are going to take their own path. Now, as you go into the new year, there is one big thing, I call it a 1BT, that you will need to focus on to get to the next level. You'll, you'll be able to identify it because it's that one thing that you think about when you wake up in the morning that's haunting you, right? Or maybe something that you're really super excited about. And it needs to be given your full exploration, what do I mean by exploration? Self-development, this is where you read, study, follow thought leaders that are good in this area. Exploration, I love that word. And consistent effort. A 1BT needs to be made non-negotiable until you've created, created it, built it, and created a biorhythm to support it. Biorhythms usually take 90 to 120 days. You'll pick up all that information in Daniel Pink's book that I just mentioned. That your one BT is that one thing that is going to turbocharge the speed of which you hit your goals. From my experience, I see people toggling back and forth between three major areas of development. They're either in growth mode. Okay. I'll explain that here in a minute. Maintenance mode or self-discovery mode. Your 1BT will become, will come from one of these three development modes. Now, growth mode, this is where we create, all right? If you're a newer agent to the business in the first three years, you are in growth mode. You are creating confidence through on-the-job training or if you're an experienced agent, you might be adding capacity to your business, which through you do this through adding a personal assistant or assisting agent. You might find that you're ramping up your personal branding and your marketing strategy because you want to, you know, that's an area that you, you desperately need to improve in to grow your business. 
right? You do this through social media as well you, by creating a consistent and value add social media process through creating content calendars, et cetera. So you stay consistent. Also an area that I have found that's really working for many agents in the world of COVID is focusing on enhancing the marketing of your listings. How you market your listings becomes your brand, okay? People look at a listing and they say, wow, I want my house marketed that way. And they look to see who the agent is that's doing the marketing in a certain way. We all have a huge benefit being with this brand. But what I would say is if you've got marketing dollars this year and you're in growth mode, I would allocate some of those funds to enhancing the marketing of your listings. A recommitment to your three rocks of marketing. Have you done the Barbara Corcoran method lately? Do you know where your business comes from? Are you focused on those areas? If you're wondering what I'm talking about, go back and listen to Take Flight, where we talk about the three rocks of marketing, all right, and uh, the Barbara Corcoran method. You may need to focus on, refocus on lead generation. And one that I've seen happen a lot within our brand team is developing a referral and transaction part, partner network. Getting out there and really working the phones and committing to that opportunity that's out there for you. All right, so that's growth mode. Those are just seven ideas where you could jump in and make one of those seven areas your 1BT for growth. Now, maintenance mode. This is where I'm at right now, personally. Okay, I've been in growth mode for 13 years. I'm at the halfway point between 2008 and my retirement. I am in maintenance mode this year. And this is where you review and it's review and improvement. You review everything that you've done, where you're at, and you try to improve on those areas and level up in what you've already created before you move back into growth mode or self-discovery mode. Now, maintenance mode is putting boundaries, could be putting boundaries around your life and business. This is your hell yes filter. This is, this is a big one right? Where you can get up and you can say, you know what? No, I'm not going to work with certain clients. I'm not going to work in certain geographic locations. I'm not going to work whatever it might be. You've got to create those filters. A hell yes filter is basically an answer to a question before it's ever asked. Boundaries, hell yes filter. Remember that one. That, that's in maintenance phase. A change in focus to profit per hour where this is where you true up how much how many hours you're working compared to how many uh, how much money is coming in the door, and you measure yourself by your profit per hour instead of a regular GCI or production goal. Okay, you can have a higher production but not be celebrating because guess what, you might have taken deals at under five or under six percent and spent a ton of money to get there. And what comes into the door and what's really what you is your net at the end of the, the end of the year is not where you want it to be. Okay. So a change in focus to profit per hour is something you may want to think about as your one BT this year. If you are in maintenance mode, right? Reviewing and improving fully committing. Number three, fully committing to daily rituals that support your life and business is your morning ritual 
in place? Is your evening ritual in place? Is your Sunday ritual in place? These are so important, okay? Number four, an area that I'm working on, which is automation of your life and business. Automation meaning things get done automatically um, through technology or through reminders, et cetera. Automating your life and business. Um, Number five, improving your management and team building skills. All righty. Those of you out here are probably, you know, shaking your head who have a business that has grown to a point where you need a team and a team starts with an assistant. And some of you know you need it, but you're not the world's best managers of people. And you know that about yourself. You're a great salesperson, but you need to learn how to manage. This is an area that, trust me, there's more content on this on how to manage people. And yes, you can become a good manager. And it's important if you're going to hire somebody, you need to know how to build and how to manage. Okay. Number six, fine tuning your database and relationship management skills. Um, Take flight is built around this concept. Okay. Ninja selling is built around this mindset. Database and relationship management is a process as much as it is a mindset, you make a decision whether you're going to be transactional or, or relationship-based. You, once you've made that decision to be relationship-based, you have to commit to it and become good at it. If you have not used this as your 1BT, it should be one of those that you think about. And it does not matter how long you've been in the business. I started with 11 people in my database and built it to 137, doubled my business four times in five years. Why? Because for five years, my 1BT was a database and relationship management. Seven, implementing a a strategic gifting process, which is kind of part of this database database and relationship management situation. But it's different, okay? It's the handwritten notes. It's the gifts when appropriate, okay? So that's an area. Now we're going to move into self-discovery mode. This is that inner work, the shifting in mindsets, the shifting in how you think, how you operate, your guiding principles, right? Self-discovery in this, in the first quarter of 2019, I went deep into self-discovery and it was a massive switch in how I operated. And, um, it was based on, I was focused on my mindset. Okay. And how I was going to operate my, you know, uh, how I was going to look at things, et cetera. But it's, it could be a self-discovery mode could be a deliberate search for what drives you, what motivates you, your why, why do I do this every day? Why do I do this every stinking day? And once you figure out the why it's a, it's a completely different ballgame. Okay. Number two, create a lifestyle business where you work to live instead of live to work. Let me tell you, this little mindset shift, it has, has been a massive game changer for some of you where this is where you, this is how you think and you make decisions based on that. Um, number three, adding a mindfulness practice to your daily ritual, a visualization, a meditation practice, a thinking session, a thinkitation, 
mindfulness practice, yoga, which includes, you know, a workout, obviously. Um, this is a big one. This is where, you know, this is what I did in early 2019 is I got really focused and committed to um, understanding that success is 80% mindset, 20% execution. Okay. And it requires a mindfulness practice to do this. Um, number four, a renewed focus on health, wellness, and energy. Big one. Health, wellness, and energy. Number five. Starting to see this a lot, building a dual geographic lifestyle. Amy and I started doing this in 2017. It's been a game changer for us. Um, and we downsized a little bit in Chicago so we could have more home in another location. And uh, it has allowed us to allowed us to do that. So some of you have thought about that and some are already starting to implement that. Number six. Elimination of negative stagnant energy, things, people, a lifestyle choice. Okay. Number seven, committing to a quarterly self-development strategy. What do I mean by that? Every quarter you should have one area that you're focused on in order to create a, a higher level of awareness, a higher level of learning and development. And that should be something we should all be doing to support our 1BT, no matter if you're self in self-discovery mode or not, all right? And here's just some ob observations I have. Just because your focus is in one mode does not mean that you're not putting effort in other areas of your life and business, okay? That's probably something that came to mind when you're hearing me talk today. If you are in maintenance or self-discovery mode, doesn't mean you're not growing. Some of the best years I've had Okay, and I've seen others have is when they're focused on the inside or getting better in certain areas. And you can, a lot of that, again, when I said I was in growth mode for 13 years, um, I was focused on all kinds of stuff. But growth came as a byproduct of my effort that I put towards other you know, other modes, maintenance mode and self-discovery mode. Um, like I said, you can toggle back and forth between modes. You'll just know, you'll know when it's time to shift. Okay. Number four, a 1BT needs to be a minimum of 90 to 120 days to take root in your life and in your business. A habit, the new research out there states that any habit, a biorhythm where your subconscious takes over to support that habit the, the least amount of time is 66 days. I'm hearing 90 to 120 days. So if you want to create a biorhythm, you've got to stay on it for three to four months. All right. And create that. Okay. Breakthroughs, number five, breakthroughs in any of, in all three of these modes will change your frequency for the positive. Those of, of you that don't know me that well, will understand pretty quick, quickly that my business strategy is improve your frequency by improving yourself, improving the way you operate because a positive change in your frequency, right? Your natural energy, an improvement in that will have a positive change in your results. It's, uh, it's science. It's not, it's not some woo-woo stuff. It's strategy. I've seen it happen too many times now, okay? Number six, 
You need triggers to remind you of that area of focus, that one BT. Let me, let me give you a little suggestion here. This is the nuance that I'm talking to you about. Try changing your passwords to represent your one BT. You should be changing your passwords every four to six to nine months anyway, right? And again, I'm not a security expert, but change your passwords to represent your one BT. Why? Because when you log in and you're typing that, you're programming your brain in an area that you're, you know, you might've been using some random password that doesn't mean anything to you. So this is a way of, of reprogramming. So your mind needs triggers to be able to do that. Number seven, you, ladies and gentlemen, call the shots. Okay. Our society, our industry, or your circle of friends does not call the shots. You call the shots on who you want to become and and how you want to live, okay? We get so um, caught up in this world of Instagram and Facebook, and we think we have to be, and it, 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 it almost drives us to be a certain way based on our environment, okay? You got to be very careful of that. You call the shots. So there are so many thought leaders that, ta that touch on this topic of the one big thing, but you know, if you want to read a book specifically on this topic, I, and it's queued up, I'm going to read it again. Um, it's The One Thing by Gary Keller. I, I think it's a, an amazing book. It's a quick read. I would download it right now and, and read it. I, you know, I listen and then I read it later um, or I highlight, um, but I always listen to a book. But that's a great book that can get you more focused in that area. And I, like I said, I've read it multiple times. It's queued up for me to review again in the coming weeks. And again, I, I found it really valuable to stay focused in one area on one goal, one process, one ritual that will catapult you to the next level. All right. That you make non-negotiable and in the business that we're in, it is so hard to stay focused because we got people coming at us all day you know, and it's unrealistic for me to think that you're going to stay focused on three to five goals. Hard for me. Okay. And I work at this all the time. I teach it, I coach it. And what I realized as I was writing this Monday morning pep talk is that, you know, the more I think about it, success really is just based on one's ability to keep stacking victories adding productive measures and creating, you know, guiding principles to one's life. 2020 gave us so many more options to grow. It pushed us to think and execute differently. And, you know, a lot of times when we're in these situations, it takes us back to the basic stuff. Am I better than I was yesterday? Read the first two chapters of Atomic Habits. He talks about the percentages. Um, you know, am I better than I was yesterday should be your rallying cry each day as you tackle 2021. It's painful to admit, but most of us are better on the inside, on the inside than we were just one year ago. 2020 impacted, impacted us in a very powerful way for so many different reasons. Okay. And you will, you will take things, not take things for granted that you might have 
before. So we're better internally. It was a reset. So knowing this, my advice for you as we start 2021 is cut out the noise and really focus on executing your one big thing. Thanks for sticking with me today, guys. It was a little bit longer, but as I started writing, I couldn't stop. So thank you so much for jumping on the call today. I'll get it posted on From the Desk of Jim Miller, and it'll be on my podcast later today. Thank you all, and I appreciate you guys all so much. Have a wonderful start to your 2021. I'll talk to you later. Bye.